I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to perfect mode, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real, so let's be perfect. Perfect mode. First off, is yours truly, Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor, and I have my boy Day Clay, spiritual rapper and teacher. And we're about to jump on here today to talk about embracing uncertainty. But before we start, I want to start by saying that we love y'all, and we're grateful for the opportunity to be anywhere sharing our thoughts and hopefully helping you realize that you are perfect. And the reason why I can unapologetically say that is because I know that you are one of one. Numero uno cannot be duplicated, replicated. And the only reason, the only reason you will say that you're not perfect is if you're looking at this person right here and saying, guess what? I'm not them. But guess what? You are you. And that's all. What up, Jay? What up? Happy day. Happy Sunday. Happy winter Sunday day on this beautiful day in um, perfect land with all the perfect people. Another day to exercise perfection, practice being perfect and just just practice being us, man, because Practice made us. We're perfect. That's that's just what we are. And yeah, man, I'm 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 so happy to talk about embracing uncertainty today. Just because you'll see. But go ahead. It's funny though, man. Um, when I asked when I asked you just a second ago what our topic was going to be, because as you can see, I'm not in my I'm not in the office today. Um, I'm actually um, in Fort Worth at a, at a, a company called Blank Space. And we're shooting a documentary on how we got to the point that we are right now, even with us doing perfect mode. And the reality for me and what I realized, it was all based off of uncertainty. I mean, I always knew what direction I was headed, but I didn't know how I was going to get there, how it was going to be done. And just to know that I'm in to sit right here with one of my best friends in the world, do something that I love to do to help us, um, you know, become and realize our profession and knowing that along the way i was uncertain a lot of the times it's just a testament of what this show is about but what were your think what was your thinking when you saw embracing uncertainty well it's, it's so much and i know it's like all of our topics they kind of they kind of go in order because we're all on this journey <laughs> uh one of the main things is is just that like last week it was time for action now we're, we're taking this action but we are uncertain of the outcomes and it's about being okay with that, like without knowing everything is going to be all right, even though you know everything is going to be all right. But still, you don't know the details of it. You don't know the, the intricacies of what's going on. And it's about being okay with that, embracing it and, and seeing it from a different perspective. Because like once you really embrace uncertainty, it becomes a friend in a sense that it's like it's a it's a comfortable place to be. You know what? I, well, I guess before I, I get into it, you can see again I, like i told you i'm in a different place and i don't get i didn't get to be blessed enough to wear my perfect mode shirt today but i said all that to say that for everybody that would like a perfect mode shirt you can always hit us up in the comments or hit us up in the inbox and we can do it um but um not knowing where you're gonna go man it's a crazy it's a crazy feeling knowing where you want to go but not knowing how it's going to go and i feel like a lot of times in my life that's the limbo that I felt like I've always been in. It, even when it came to us making music, um, even when it came to us uh, working on our additional businesses, it's like we have this grandiose thought of how it's supposed to be. And that's the thing that always kind of initiated the fire in us to start to move. But then once you started to go, it was like, is it really? The, quick, the, the crazy part is, is it really? is it really going to look like what I thought it was going to look like? But you don't think about that until you're actually in it. 
And, um, you know, I think that's where um, it's always been or where I've always been lying at, I guess, in, in, in my life. But what about you? Yeah. So, OK. So so to start off, like I, I, I love bringing up the home example and um, you're, you're somewhere else and you want to get home. So your aim is home and you want to get there. But then, you know, your flight's delayed. You get there. A road is closed. You got to take another road. Um, it's a lot of traffic. Now, you know, you're going to get home simply because you said that in your mind. You said, no matter what, I'm going home. So like unless my house isn't there, I'm going home. And but you won't know your house isn't there until you get there to see that your house isn't there. So you 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 still get to where you're going no matter what. So there's still a level of certainty in the sense that okay, I'm not stopping until I get there. It may it may take five days longer than I expected. It might take a month longer than I expected, but I'm gonna get there. And but then there's also like a goal. Like okay, I, I wanna I have a goal to get home in 30 minutes or less. It's probably not going to happen. It might happen. It usually happens, but you don't know for certain that that's going to happen because there's too many outside factors that that come into play with that. And if you if you zoom out and, and remember that I'm going home, you know, I'm going to be at home. It might not be what I want to. I'm going to be at home. You can start to embrace that uncertainty by, by having that overcast focus, so to speak. Uh, so in your example, which I love, by the way, the limbo right i know for a fact no matter what when i when i'm going to my house from this location that i'm at it's going to take me 30 minutes right but again there's a lot of roadblocks a lot of hills there's a lot of different things that could potentially like you cannot predict you cannot prepare yourself for it and so this is where you get caught now it's taking me two days and i'm still not there right now the trick is how can you embrace knowing that this is this is unrealistically too much time this is really just too much time to be spending to get home can i really get there and i think that's where like when it comes to achieving goals like there's 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 a blueprint there's framework that goes into place that we we kind of marry ourselves to right like you can do this. I can get home within 30 minutes. And again, if there's a couple of roadblocks, it might take me an hour. It might take me an hour and 30 minutes. But when you get outside of the realm of what you projected, then it becomes really, really difficult to embrace un uncertainty. And I think that's where a lot of people lie. That's where I've lived that again, um, even in the things that we do today. Like I can see I can see exactly what I want vividly. I can know exactly how it's supposed to go. And then the next thing I know, there's this roadblock that's just really too too tall for me to climb now i gotta embrace not only getting to where i'm trying to go to but the fact that there's a new obstacle that i have to know that i can get past or i have to know that i, I can get beyond and that's where i think that we find ourselves stuck a lot of the times what do you say yeah i agree and i would say to that don't even worry about the obstacle and so what i what i mean is your blueprint, your mind's blueprint is set to home no matter what. And and so even if you gave up, which I, I really suggest doing, like you might be like, fine, maybe it's not meant for me to go home today. And then like once you once you give up that notion, you can see what your purpose is in the place that you're at for that moment. And it might be just to say hi to somebody. But then right after that, you get home. You're able to get home. It's like it was that easy. I, I remember um, back in I think it was 2008, I think. There was like a, a, a hurricane. Not, what did you go? There's something. I forgot what happens here in Houston. Whatever happens, um, it was one of those that kind of did a number on the city, on parts of the city. And um, and like me and my family, we went to the north side and we stayed at a hotel. I found out later that the hotel next to us, the roof caved in. Crazy. But anyway, uh, the next morning, the, the storm had passed and I was headed home, which was like 30 plus minutes away. And the, the streets, the, the roads are still semi-flooded. But I was like, let me just get an early drive out there and go. As I'm driving, the rain just started pouring heavy. It was just, it just got dark. It was, it, it looked like I wasn't gonna make it. I was just like, oh man, this is crazy. But then I, I, I have a tendency that when I, if I get too nervous, it's like I overcompensate and then get super calm. It's like, okay, uh, let me just take a breath. <laughs> in that moment, I heard like a, as a quote, "Give little faith," and I'm like, man, you're right. I trust whatever happens is gonna happen. And as soon as I did that, I kid you not, like as soon as 
It was like the skies opened up, the sun came through, the rain let up, and it was a clear ride all the way back to, to home, in a sense. And um, and, and I've, I've had that story replay over and over again where I get caught up in some idea of, of what I expect to happen versus my intention. And it always works out the same. Once I let go, once I release, once I give up or surrender in, in a way, everything is okay again because now I'm not so tied to a specific way of being, I can allow beingness to just flow. I, I, what I what I love about it is the fact of, okay, so finding, not finding purpose in every moment, but m knowing that every moment is purposeful. I think that's important. And I think that, um, I, I, I think that's where we kind of lose it at. You know what I mean? Because we like to diminish moments. We like to act like this moment doesn't really matter or this moment doesn't provide any value. And I, I, I like the fact of realizing that every moment is purposeful. I mean, um, even if it's for you just to be still, even if it's for you to reflect and, you know, be able to, uh, like you did in that moment, realize what you knew what was to be true. Like, you know, it's, it, it's all good. It's, it's, I don't want to say that it's really not that serious, but it's really not that serious. And I think that understanding every moment had it had its perfect purpose is key in that. But again, that's still something that's hard to see when you're when you're when you're your end goal is a lot of time your only focus. And I think that you know, just looking past those moments is where a lot of people live. I know that's where I've lived at anyway. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and, I, and I'm thinking about that too, because 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 right, it's it's not to take your mind off the goal, but like once. Once your aim is within you, it's just in you. Like, there's it, nothing you can do about it at that point. And that's what you want. So in a way, you can release it. Like, they they, they always say um, the last step in manifesting is letting it go. Like, you, you set your intention, you, you, you sit in that energy for a while, and then you let it go. But it makes sense. Like, if you think about um, somebody that wants to be happy, and then you think about somebody that's actually happy. Like, the, the person that wants to be happy are probably saying, I want to be happy, I want to be happy. The happy person is not going around telling anybody that they're happy. You can just see it. You, it's just <laughs> reflected on them at all times. Like, man, they are just happy. And so it's more about that state of being. Like, whatever you want. Like, I know I'm, I'm going to go home. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to be all right. And when you're in that, it, it's nothing that's going to stop that. It might be delayed, but there's nothing that's ever going to stop it. I think, too, the mind shift is how you think about the uncertainty, right? Like, uncertainty shouldn't be uncertainty i don't know another way to you know phrase it but that's why i like pointing to the point of knowing that every moment is purposeful whether you can see it or not because when you start to look at it that way then there there in, in reality there is no uncertainty and there have been plenty of times bro where i've been somewhere that i didn't think that i was supposed to be at that time and you know, just using people that, you know, using an example, like somebody was like, man, I'm glad you was here today because had you not been here, I probably would have did something different or this would have happened or, um, you know, there's been times where I've been able to help somebody where I was trying to rush and I felt like I was behind the ball, but I end up just being a saving grace for somebody by being at a place that I didn't feel like I was supposed to be. And again, it, it, I don't want to make it seem like it has to be to that extent where you always have to help somebody, but sometimes you're just helping yourself. Sometimes having that peace of mind, and that's why I like your story about you being in, in the car in the rain is like, we needed to, you, in my mind, you needed to slow down. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and take a breather because wherever you was going had you not rushing physically, but mentally. And I, I just, you know, just understanding those purpose in those moments is is important. Go ahead, Jay. Man, I love that. Whatever it had you rushing mentally, and that's that's it, man. Like we're we're always, I don't say always, but but at times that's what it is. People are rushing mentally, then seeing like what what does this moment hold? That this moment holds something for me. It's, it's called the present for a reason. What is that? And uh, until we we're willing to ask the question to recognize it, we'll never see it. Um, shout out to. So I heard this twice already, and I, I got to bring it back. I don't know who said it first, but um, it was just like the the look around your room for something red, you know, um, and you'll you'll see a bunch of stuff like, oh, that's red, that's red, that's red. yeah. And then it says, now uh, how many things that's that's brown did you see? And then you're like, well, not that many. That's because you weren't looking for it. 
And it's the same way. Like you, like if something is orange red, you might count it as red just to help yourself be successful at what you're doing. And I just thought that that was that was conveyed in such a beautiful way. Um, I think it was Tony Robbins who said that actually. Now that I think about it, but it, it doesn't matter. What, what what does matter is what you look for. You're going to find. And if you know that you're you're stuck in a situation that you just can't control it, you're uncertain about anything. Just say, okay, let me let me look for the peace in this moment. Let me look for what's good and what's what's great about what's going on right now. I, I'm glad you said that because I was going. I literally was just about to ask you, like, well, well, I guess first before I ask you is to say that sometimes people don't know what to look for because you're so busy looking ahead. It's like, what could be here? What could what could be here right now? You know what I'm saying? And I and I love the fact that you said, where is my peace at this moment? Because you know, a part of the, 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 I guess the madness is, you know, you're not at peace because you feel like you have to be doing something else. You're supposed to be doing something else. And I think definitely a key to this is, um, you know, looking at the peace, looking for peace in that moment. And I want to read what uh, Angela Anderson said. Uncertainty only comes, shout out to Angela. Yeah. Uncertainty only comes when holding an expectation or in comparison to what has been known before residing within the present moment with full now moment awareness uncertainty does not and cannot exist yeah straight so up true. yeah, yeah straight I, up. I, and, I, and i love that because it's true like like every moment is perfect but you it's almost like you can never know it until you allow that to be and once yeah. you once you let go in a sense of, of how you think everything is supposed to be every piece you can actually see the perfection that's playing out for your benefit in every single moment. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. Right. So, so this, this makes me think about, man, um, like a year ago, me and my wife, we went uh, to Cabo for our anniversary. And I remember we were, um, we were sitting at this restaurant. We were waiting to be seated. We was like sitting in a waiting area and she was taking pictures of herself, right? She was trying to get the perfect pose. And I'm just looking at her, and, and uh, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, why are you taking so many pictures? You know, that's just the, the man part of me. You know me Like, why are you doing so many pictures? Why are you taking them so many times? And she was trying to find the perfect picture, right? And, and I told her in that moment, like, you are the perfect picture exactly how you are, right? And, you know, the, the thought that came to my mind was, we're out, again, going back to what you said, trying to find peace in a moment versus trying to make a moment perfect because we think we know what it's supposed to look like and you know i i think about that's that's her, using her as an example you know in pictures i know that i've done that in a lot of instances not with pictures but with other things it's trying to be in complete control of a moment when the moment cannot be controlled right and uh, go ahead jay so so check this out and me and you talk about this a lot about this show so um in the beginning when we first started doing this years ago i personally was uncertain that man can we talk that long about a, a certain topic and there's <laughs> two ways to go now one way is i can get as prepared as i can be to control everything i can find out all the information i want to know and then be able to say it here or i can trust i, I can fully trust in who i am what i've learned the the the, the wisdom i have to share um and be in that now both paths are valid but one can become a crutch like if, if you start relying on your ability to do certain things instead of just relying on yourself as you are now it's it's, it's a very different feeling and like if you just rely on yourself how you are now without anyone knowing any of your credentials or anything you stand on just who you are in this moment there is no place or or no time or no instant where you can't thrive and, and appreciate not only yourself, but just the moment as well. So, so to that point, I'm gonna go back to my wife. There's not a picture that she could, like I was looking at her, you get what I'm saying? And she was trying to create something. And again, in her own mind, that was, that was real. You see what I'm saying? But not realizing the moment that she was in was already real, you know what I mean? And now you're now you're setting a, a standard of now whenever I take a picture, it has to be like this or I have to recreate or make it something better as if what's now is not good enough. 
And I asked her in that moment, like, why are you doing that? And she was like, I got to have the perfect picture. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, you don't, you have to understand that we have the perfect picture now. Nothing's wrong with it. If, if, if you can accept this as it is, then it makes everything else way easier. You know, that's kind of how I see it. But go ahead, Jay. So I, I got to tell the travel stories, man. Like, uh, <laughs> Choi and I became cool, well, one, because we did music together. But then, like, when it was time to go on trips, we didn't question it. We just we just went. And we had some some phenomenal trips, like things that you just couldn't even expect happen. And, it, and, and in one instance, like, we didn't have any expectations, but we also did. And, and I'll say what I mean. So, like, we went on some college trips when we were broke, and we, we lived like kings with, with no money. That was one thing. So then we um, we need, we talked about this before, but we needed money for a music video. We went to Miami to sell a bunch of CDs. We sold a bunch of CDs, got our money. And so the following years, we were like, where can we go with a lot of people? We went to Cancun. Now, in Cancun, we expected to sell 10 times as many CDs. So we brought all kinds of CDs. We, we even got um, taxed at the, at the border because we had that many CDs. And when we got there, we couldn't sell anything because nobody carried money. Everybody had their wristband, all inclusive. And it was like, at that moment, we we could have we could have been defeated and just kept trying and kept trying. But we said, okay, what does this moment hold? Let's just have fun. We've been working hard all year. Let's just have fun. And in the letting go of that and having fun, we did that. It like it, it exceeded all of our expectations. People came to us to want to buy our CDs. Like it, like everything was just flipped. And even in the instances where we still tried to carry the expectation of the year before, we always got hit with that same point. Like, let's just let this go and let whatever happened happen. And then that's when it really did exceed our expectation. So you set your, again, set your attention, forget the expectation, but go ahead. No, no, it's funny. I, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought up the trips because in, in setting the expectation, cause you, you are absolutely right, bro. Like you can, that defeat is no joke. And and I, I'm glad that I didn't feel it then, but but I felt it before, so I, I know. But we had so much on the line at that time, I felt like that I'm surprised that we didn't break, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the beautiful part about it is, and again, I, I, just, I just want to give a little bit more detail. We took a thousand CDs with us to Mexico. Like what happened, we could not have expected to happen. When we were in the airport, they stopped us and they like, what is, what is this y'all are bringing into this airport right now? And then they took us to the back and they counted the CDs and they were like, okay, well, we're going to, we were going to sell the CDs for like a dollar or two a piece, maybe, you know what I'm saying? They charged us probably like 50 cents per CD. Right. Um, and then we could not sell anything, but the beautiful thing is while we were there, we ended up performing again performing was never an expectation at all like at multiple places it was never an expectation um and that's the that's part of the reason why you know people came to us because we ended up performing on the beach we ended up performing at a club we ended up performing at the beach uh on on a stage with the, the real world people like it was just so so much and again i don't even remember you remember performing on the beach just on the beach without the real world right like but i could just imagine um you know how that could have been you know what i'm saying but we just knew uh that no matter what i i think that's i think that's that goes back to the point that you were making about finding your peace i don't think that we ever lost it i think that in it we didn't we didn't even care i don't i don't i don't even know that our expectation was honestly real you know what i'm saying even though we said it i think that we kind of went into it like whatever happens kind of happens and i think that's what we're talking about here but go ahead jay yeah and and the thing is like and i'm sure many are like me where this has happened over and over again the process of of setting these expectations and it's not going right and then you realize well, like why am i holding on this so tight you let go and things are all right and you say you know what i'm never going to do this again i've learned my lesson i've learned my lesson like a million times probably literally yeah. Um, bro. <laughs> and, and, but that, but that's the beauty of this conversation. Like, when are we going to finally embrace uncertainty and realize the 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 gift that it really is? Like, it 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 allows us to to not be 
I don't know, like to, to not know everything, like knowing everything is boring. If you knew that you're gonna live the same day every day, how bored would you be? Bro, so that's that's one of my favorite things. Like I, I like to tell people whenever I, you know, I, I ask people like, you know, how's your day or how's life? And they be like, man, it, it's, it's crazy. And I, and I always in my mind, and I know I say it to myself more than I'm saying it to them, but I would literally say, man, don't that make life fun? Don't that make life interesting? Because I could imagine not having, to, not, not even just about having life to be the same every day, but not having anything to figure out. Like in relationships, you got to learn how to figure out how to be cool, how to make somebody happy. Um, in business, you got to figure out how to be more successful. Um, look, just using myself as an example. Well, before I do that, I want to read what Angela says. She says, it sounds like you had a collective piece and helped your individual piece not to break. Does that make sense? No, no. Uh, I, I, I definitely, I definitely agree. Um, you know, that's, a, that's another conversation because I'm a big person on doing things with people because I know the energy will help you overcome obstacles for sure. So I, I, I definitely 100% wholeheartedly agree with that. But um, I forgot the, uh, the the point that I was gonna make though. But but shouts out to Angela for joining us today for sure. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And uh, and I, I want to read what uh, what the other Angela said, aka <laughs> Andona. Uh, she said expectations have uh, the potential to create resistance in a sense because the creation can't trump your own boundary of belief of what must be. And letting go, you release the resistance, allowing the creation to serve up its best. And meeting your your every desire, powerhouse check guys. Ooh, love it. So 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 check this out. And I I remember what I was gonna say. And I, I, I it's about me uh, and my real estate brokerage, right? So two years ago, bro, two years ago, I paid somebody some odd amount, you know, maybe you know between five hundred and a thousand dollars to create a website for me, right? And I I know you remember me talking about this on a mastermind. And I would literally talk about this mug every week, like, man, I'm trying to get this person to do this, and they almost done. And I knew what was going to happen, right? And then they get it done, and it's not what I want, right? And there is a level of disappointment there, right? Because I'm a leader of people, and I'm trying to set the stage, and I'm trying to do all of these things. So I have all of these different things that are um, built up within me. And number one, carrying that weight is a tough thing to carry even think about this this matters to nobody but me and i'm saying that to tell everybody else that expectation it only matters to you right like you can start thinking that people are a part of your expectation but a lot of times people are not they have their own things that they're going on but anyways fast forward the site doesn't get done so i pay another person some odd amount of money to do a site right and they don't do it like they 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 mess it all up i can't get no refund and again i'm i'm feeling this defeat right um i'm feeling this anxiety and all of the stuff that comes along with it because what the expectation that i've set two years ago i cannot accomplish to it's like trying to get home and i know getting a website is easy i know it's easy because i've created one before right um and then but but the cool part is I did not i did not allow it to change the way that i felt about it and the uncertainty part when that comes in it was like well can you really do this for yourself yeah. and i i i ended up you know biting the bullets and a little bit more money and i did it myself and the reason why i tell the story is because along the way i thought about doing it the entire time this is about me not embracing what was real this is not in me embracing what I'm capable of. And this is where we kind of live at all the time. And because I took so long to, to make the decision, even after all the lessons learned, I still got home. But it, 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 it was a lot longer because I wasn't willing to embrace what I knew to be true. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah. So, OK, to that, a couple of things. So, so one thing, um, <laughs> uh, when Angela, Angela Hall was talking about the collective piece, right? And what you were just saying about um, what matters only matters to you. I think that's why it's important just to, to uh, again, surround yourself with people that, that kind of understand this at a, at, a, at a base level, because I know that I'm, when I'm around certain people, my problems don't matter. They don't. And I, I need that perspective at times to remind myself, this does not matter. Why are you tripping? This is the easiest thing to overcome. 
and we get to do that for each other. Like I love doing that for people. Like your problem ain't nothing. Like just you know. And I know some people. Like, you, you don't value my problems. No, I do not. I don't value anyone's problems because there is no problem. But anyway, um, to, to that point, like what you said about the about the your site. You 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 get paid for it. It wasn't what you want. You pay for it. It wasn't what you want. You probably didn't know what you wanted. And from seeing what you don't want, now you come in from a place where you know exactly what you want. And I, I've had that happen as well. And it's like, man, I, I wasted, I wasted this time, I wasted this money. I went to no, know it's not wasted. You have a clearer idea of exactly what you want, so that the universe can, everyone in it, including yourself, can help you achieve that. And until we know specifically what we want, it's it's almost like we we can't have it. But as the other Angela pointed out, when we're not so tied to that either. It allows creation to to work on our behalf and gives us these situations where we also get what we don't want so that we can magnify what we do want. I think you should shout out Basara on that mud too, because I remember uh, just something you sent to me recently where um, a lady was asking, am I living my, you know, perfect life or something, something she, he was like, or oh, are you happy or you doing what you're supposed to do every day and you know but 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 to that point it, it just made me think of that but um also to the point you're making about okay so it, it's twofold here the point that you make about realizing that every moment has its purpose i was able to if i was able to look at it i would see now the reason why i went through this is because i know exactly what i don't want that was the purpose that was the reason why it took me so long to get home but the, the other part to this is I knew from the very beginning that I could do it, right? But I never took it because I was uncertain about what I would be able to create for myself. I didn't, I, I don't want to say that I didn't believe because I knew that I could do it, but I just didn't, I wasn't certain of the quality. And it, 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 it's, it's crazy. It's a, tr it's, it's a mind trick because I was uncertain to the point where I was afraid to try. You get what I'm saying? And when you, I think that's where we start to find ourselves like that uncertainty would make us stuck. And now we start to lean on other people. And again, not to say that other people are not important, like other people's energy is everything. I like, even from your standpoint, you said perspective. Like I see other people's, what they're concerned about and I realize, okay, well maybe I'm tripping. But I think that like, being able to have that perspective is very, very important. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I, I want to come back to what you said about uncertainty makes people not even want to try. And that's the that's the sad part about it and why, and why we definitely need to embrace it, because that is the that's the that's the worst thing that could happen. You just don't try like it like if, and sometimes we, we think what we know what the worst is. No, that is the worst. And by you not trying, you are being in that worst state when even if you try a little bit it leads you a little bit closer because now you can start asking new questions with new questions comes new worlds and new answers like no matter what you do it's a world unto itself like when when i when i start trying to, to um <laughs> to make certain repairs to my my own car like again shout out to bear i uh, i reached out to him i was like look man i know you know stuff that they said i need to do this what can i do and he was like this easy this easy Nah, that's not easy. And then I looked up the stuff he said was easy. That wasn't easy to me. And because um, <laughs> I, and, and, but some of the stuff I was willing to try, and some I wasn't. I had just accepted. I, I accepted defeat. And I was like, well, the worst that's gonna happen is I'm just gonna pay for this myself, which I was cool with accepting. But if I wasn't cool with accepting that, then the best thing that I could do is try, which I was willing to do for some of it. Um, and so, I, so shout out to my dad too. He, I grew up with the saying nothing beats a failure but a try and I, I love that you brought that up too because don't don't let uncertainty stop you from from trying or at least inquiring about how to try so i'm going i'm going to bring up something that we've been talking about on the show and, and of course you and i have been talking about offline a lot now too um and, and it's just to to kill uncertainty in a sense right and it's uh, either you're quality or you're not yeah. you know what i'm saying um, either you're quality or you're not. And again, that goes to it goes back to how we minimize ourselves. Now, I know we, we've talked about being uncertain in things, but I think this all kind of boils down to being uncertain with yourself. 
or not being certain about who you are and you know it's kind of the, it's, it's the premise of this show like we like to minimize who we are you know what we're capable of where we can go just whatever you want to put on top of it because of uncertainty but that's because of we we we're, we're deeming ourselves limited instead of limitless and i i think that you know a good frame of thought which you know i've been literally saying to myself i said it to my team here recently is you know we've been put here to share ourselves with with everybody uh and the reality of it is we're all quality we're all quality and it doesn't matter what comes out of me when it comes out of me i have to understand that it's it, it's an it, it's it's advantageous for the rest of the world because elsewise they wouldn't have had it go ahead jay yeah yeah and yeah and, and that, that just brings to mind again uh the people that we we really love and, and admire in a sense it's their differences it's not their uniformity it's not what's the same about them it's their unique quality like you're like man there's something about this person i just enjoy it and we're not always willing, like you said, to embrace that about ourselves, that that uniqueness, because we're all unique. Nobody can be anyone else. People have tried to be other people, but even me, I, I've tried to emulate certain people and certain things, and it 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 didn't lead to happiness. You know, like it, it because a part of me was crying out, "Be you, do do it how you would do it, see it how you would see it, you you know, speak it how you would speak it." And and once I started embracing that more and listening to that more, like more joy just exuded from me naturally and like you said yeah if we remember that we can only be us and that's the bro. best us for everything around us it changes everything bro so listen uh when i used to work at uh at chase you know corporate america you know you're supposed to look a certain way you're supposed to act a certain way and i get it you know everybody has a dress code um, but along with dress code, dress code is not your character. Number one, I yeah. want to make sure I say that for everybody. Um, but along with, you know, the dress code, you seem to temper your character a lot of the times as well. And a part of that is because you're uncertain on how people will be responsive to you based off how you're acting. And I remember, bro, I, I used to be so intentional about how I acted because I didn't want to feel bottled up or minimized. And I still remember, so number one, just kind of set the stage. So I, I'm a, I feel like I'm a people person. I, I, I'll speak, I think that I'm a people person. So when I used to get to work in the morning, I used to literally, we had a, hundreds of agents, bro. I would literally walk in the building. I would walk to every single every single person, bro. Every single person to say, good morning, how you doing? And I, I, I actually got in trouble for it. But again, there was certain ways that you would you would you kind of want to you the swagger you want to have whenever you're dealing with people right but because i felt so bottled up and i did not want to be that way i still remember a day my man i was standing at a pod and it was probably like six or seven people in the pod and i was talking to him right and i was i was like you i'm gonna beat me today yeah yeah yeah. you know i was talking to rah 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 ryan on it right and so my manager came up and she was like troy what are you doing and so me again being i was i was over exaggerating who i was because i was fighting to just be me i i couldn't just be me because i still wasn't even able to embrace it so i had to go over and above i was like chilling like a mug over here talking about popping it off you know just i just said whatever came to my mind because i was I, again bro i was fighting it because I, I i was like i have to break out of this mold that they got me in and she literally looked at me and was like what and then she just walked away and everybody at the table kind of laughed, right? And and that was like a freeing moment for me because again, I knew I was not the person that I was being to her, but I knew because she did not respond in the way that I initially thought I could just be me and it'll be cool. But again, we find ourselves to we embracing yourself uncertainty in yourself is a crazy thing, man. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I I love that whole process. Uh well, let, let me shout out uh Shar again, appreciate you joining us on perfect mode. Uh, I, I love that process because it's, that, that's it. Like you, you embrace uncertainty to the point where, yeah, it overflowed. Like you couldn't take it anymore. But the beautiful thing that always happens is it's always freeing, no matter the outcome. Even if she would have reacted in a negative way, you still were relieved of that burden. And you, you felt 
for like you you would still be able to be yourself no matter what even if she was negative or positive because it's, that's what it's all about just being yourself it feels good in all instances no matter the feedback you get when you're actually being yourself and, and the only time we feel trapped or even myself the only time i might feel trapped or or stuck is when i'm not when i'm not truly being myself at all and yeah, and it, like I, I think that that's really is what like depression is. It's just you're you're not allowing yourself to be who you are, bro. It's it makes stuff so much. It makes stuff so much harder. Again, I remember walking around at work, but I'm even going to fast forward. And I and I've told you this before. When I was, I put my head in the race to run for school board one year, right? and everything about that mug was not me but i wanted it to be me and i'm gonna tell you the reason why i say that so number one when i when i jumped in i i'm grown i'm who i am at this point and so i'm coming into this like i'm finna be me now here's the problem though right once i started being me i had people around me not my not my close friends my, my close friends they already know like Troy not gonna switch the game up on us like that, you know what I'm saying? But I had other people that was tied to them was like, hey, you know you shouldn't have had that do-rag on in that picture. Hey, you know you should have did this. Like all of these different things that were stuff that it was it was beyond me because it was not me, right? And you wanna talk about like pulling hair, bro, like it made the job so much tougher. And the funny thing is, and I, I remember um just looking at myself from what they were trying to make me to do. And then I remember when I would actually be able to go out and talk at these uh, town halls. And when I was able to talk at the town halls, you can't hide me, right? I'm going, it's just going to be Troy every single time. But I, I remember the, the outpouring of love that I would always get from all the people that were involved. They'd be like, man, you, you so real. That's, that's tight. And, and it was like, I was stuck in two different places at one time. And again, that's what I'm saying. Like when you're not able to embrace the uncertainty of yourself, it just makes the job so much harder. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. When you were speaking of that, one thing I want to speak on of shout, shout out to the black people <laughs> because <laughs> I, I don't know if other races do this, but um, I've seen where the blacks have a, successful blacks have the tendency to wear the entire black race on their shoulders, and that's a burden that no one can carry. And so, like, I, like I've heard things along the way, like you need to behave this way because it'll make it easier for the next people. You don't want people to see you this way and that way, and that could be very limiting because people should see you as you are, not how the a collective ideology should be of of someone. And it, it took a while before I was able to to kind of release that that burden that I placed upon myself because we place it upon ourselves, like it, it's. There's nobody people suggest we put it on, but it's ultimately up to us if we if we carry that. Um, and like you said, in corporate America, you you felt limited, but you knew th this real part of you is like, no, man, I'm not going to compromise for nobody. I'm This is who I am. If they if they don't like it, then forget them. I'm just I have to be me. And so when we start to look at all these identities we put on, all these identities that we're wearing, it, it can be. Uh, what's the word like freezing, like it, it can make us frozen because we're, I don't know, like we're, we're stuck wearing these masks that we shouldn't wear, take it off, see what happens. That's the, the best thing you can do is just see what happens. Say, forget it, F it, I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, and I guarantee you'll end up smiling whether the, the world reacts positively or negatively. So so let's talk about it then, real, real talk though, because, you know, as I as I think about it, even even when we talk about me in, in um, corporate America, like you you ask my cousin, like in the, in, I had braids for 20 years, bro. I was on the person rocking braids like that. You know what I'm saying? I had um, people telling me like, you weren't gonna be able to make this kind of money. You ain't gonna be able to do this, but I did it all while I was looking like I was looking. But but again, fast forward, how, because it's easier said than done. You know, it's gonna be a work in a practice, but like, how do you get to the point where embracing uncertainty in yourself and all things becomes normal like what are practices that we can do because uh, uh, look i'm telling you about the times where i was able to do it but there are, uh, are instances where i'm not you know what i'm saying and i know how i did it but trying to recreate it in different instances is different for each person and so you know i just i, I you know what do you think are some 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 ideas that people can do in order to to get there yeah 
great question. Well, first I want I want to read a, a couple of comments uh before I answer. Uh Shah said that's why I get in so much trouble. I can't be controlled. It's mental plus emotional constipation. <laughs> and, it, and I'm sure it's not like real, real trouble because it's just and even if it is, so what? That's just it's just you. And uh and Angela said uncertainty often comes from the fact that we are not in control. But if we focus on the parts we can control and break down the challenge into smaller steps, then you will see the uncertainty dissipate. It's just overcoming fear. Yep, and fear is it doesn't even exist. But but to, okay, to, to your question, you asked. Say, wait, say the question one more time. You know how how do you get to the point? Like, what is a practice or what things you can do to start to be able to embrace it? You know, yeah. recognizing. You know, well, go ahead. You got it. Yeah, yeah. So, so the 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 mental check we always talk about. Like, ask yourself, "Am I happy now? Am I happy now? Am I happy now?" And the answer isn't always going to be yes. Like for me, the answer has not always been yes. And so I'm like, okay, why not? And it's usually because I'm I'm not doing what I love. I'm not doing what I enjoy in this moment. And it's like, why am I? Because I'm choosing something else. Why am I choosing something else? Because you're stupid. You're right. I'm being stupid right now. I don't want to be stupid anymore. <laughs> Let me go do what I what I need to do. And and it, it instantly shifts. It instantly changes. And once you practice that more and more, it's easier to jump back into that when you recognize it. Now you, you're you're still gonna fall back into some old patterns here and there where you you you're in a pattern of choosing non-happiness first. But what will get easier is immediately jumping into that happiness once you recognize it. Re recognize it. So the, the best thing I can say is is observe you as much as you can. So I'm a I'm a piggyback on that because um, my thought when you say re uh, recognize you is realize. Well, first think about who can really do what you can do like for real like just think about who can really do what you can do how you can do it like how, what you do and how you do it is no it is really nobody that can do it e even if i was to write a speech right now right and everybody can read the same speech it will be delivered different um and it will resonate with different people but depending on who who gave it and you know, it, it, there there are a million people who grew up where I grew up, right? They grew up in the hood and who were able to overcome. But my story doesn't resonate with everybody that's in the hood. Some people because of the, the street that they live on. And so I think they're just identifying that nobody can do what you do. Nobody can do what you do is so important and you embracing it and understanding how necessary it is. Go ahead, Jay. Well, check this out. I, I know you say your story might not resonate with people, but with everyone, but your delivery, like you pointed out, will. Like when, whenever you're being you, no matter what you're doing, you can be juggling. If, if it's in you to be a juggler, you're gonna stop and watch the juggler. Like that's a that's a great juggler. juggler. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it, it's just it's just, <laughs> it's just funny that no matter what it is, like you recognize people being them and we're always drawn to it, no matter the field or, or anything that they're they're a part of. No, no, I, I'm gonna tell you why. Well, let's read what Loretta said. Shout out to Loretta though. She said, yes, we all have unique energies unlike any other person on this planet. And, um, you know, I always like to bring this up because I, I promise you, I don't care who you are. If you've been in the club and you've seen this person, you always feel them, right? Like there's always this one person where they sometimes they're older. Sometimes they're a different race. Sometimes they just might be dressed funny, but they be all the way turned up in the club. They always be, and, and, and you might have a couple of people that might be thinking that they're poking fun, but the reality of it is everybody's drawn to this person because you cannot deny the authenticity of who they are. You cannot, you cannot say that that person is not having fun. They're not uh, joyous. They're not happy. They're not in love in their moment. And that's something that always resonates with you. You can see when it's them. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And I guarantee you for every person, for, for but every time there's a person like that in the club, there's somebody else who wants to do that. And it, but for whatever reason, somebody told them they look stupid and they accepted uh -huh. it as the truth for them. And they, they're they not confident enough in themselves yet to just do it like that. It, it stops them. It stops them in their tracks and, and they they feel sad about it. They don't realize they went to the club to, to let loose and have fun. But then they ended up being sad by going there. And in moments like that, it's a 
again, it's a gift because you see, like you see where you're being, you're restricting yourself from being you. And now you know the key to your happiness. Because a lot of times it's like, well, I don't know what will make me happy. It's moments like that that give you the exact blueprint. So, so take those moments of uncertainty, those moments of doubt and see them for what they truly are as a revelation to yourself about what it takes for you to, to really be your joyful self. Bro, that's one of the reasons why I love social media. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and reels and specifically because everybody, uh, I, I feel like that. I feel like people are being more fearless and being themselves, bro. Like, and showing little clips of who they are. Is this one guy and he does this funny dance with his leg when he be going side to side and nobody else can do it. Like on, on the internet, it's a thing of everybody trying to do his dance, but they can't do it. Right. And it's, it's funny because I could just imagine it wasn't a dance. I can just imagine, like you said, somebody telling him, like, don't do that. But he did it in the video. And they say, you know, the entire world is a part of it because nobody else can give what he gave. Yeah. And that, and that, and that's my thing. Like, for him to be brave enough and not have the fear that we was talking about to give himself that way. And, and, and if we can do that, like we all want to be acknowledged in some way, form or fashion, but we don't all want to give ourselves freely yeah. or be vulnerable or be open. And I, I just, again, that's one of the reasons why I love it because you do get to see more instances of it now than we did in the past. And it makes it easier for other people to share themselves um, or or be unapologetically them uh, in, in in front of other people. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and check this out. Like, there have been times where, to some of my close friends, I've tried to restrict them unknowingly based on my own limitation. I, I've said, no, I don't think you should do that. They did it anyway, and it turned out great for them. I've had close friends do the same thing with me. Like, no, I don't think you should do that. I did it anyway, and it worked out great for me. And neither of us held any whatever about the other, like, I can't believe they tried to limit me or anything. It, it, it again, that, that instant also shows you what you really want. Like if, if you're, if your best friends and family are telling you don't do something, but you still want to do it, you know, Oh, okay. I truly want to do this where before you might've been on the fence and vice versa. Like if you're that friend telling somebody don't do this and they still want to do it, you just help them realize how much they really want to do it. So, so I said that to say never, be mad at the messenger, be happy for the messenger. Yeah. And then I want to go back to a point that Angela said about, you know, group uncertainty and, you know, moving forward. Like, and I'm going to shout you out. Like my entire time growing up, I've worked with a bunch of my friends. Like, you know, some of them are here now, like we actually work jobs. And a lot of times when we was working, we were just having fun, but we was never working. You get what I'm saying? And why I shout you out is, you and, and and it's all again about what you embrace or, or what you're willing to be okay with you showed me how to work and have fun at the same time you know what i'm saying like but i never thought it was possible because whenever you would be being funny i would be like he being funny but he's still working though you know what i'm saying and i didn't know what that really looked like and you just and, and i think that embracing other people's um, I don't want to call it uncertainty, but embracing other people's uh, character and the way that they are helps you in yours because I didn't know what that looked like and I never would have tried it because I might have thought that if, I, if I'm if i playing, if I take this job serious, my friend's going to look at me crazy. Or if I'm taking it serious and I'm not playing, they're going to look at me a certain way as well. So, you know, I think that that uh, group dynamic definitely plays a big role in it too. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and, and uh, shout out to Shar. Saying one of the things I, I highly agree with: being <laughs> serious is dumb, so dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I appreciate you saying that because recently I've, I've okay, we all have things that might need to get done. We just don't want to do them. It's like I don't feel like doing this. I got to do it. And I, I've been in moments where I'm doing it, and I ask myself, "Am I happy?" Question. Then the answer is no. And so I'm always looking for ways to improve that. And what I found is. If you start off by doing what you love, that energy will allow you to easily do the things that you don't, that still, that you feel in that moment still need to be done. And like, I, I, because I, then I checked in on myself again, like, wow, I'm just typing away. I'm just doing this. And I didn't want to do this before, but now I have all this energy because I allowed myself to play first, to, to do what I really enjoy. And yeah, it, it's, it's beautiful. Go ahead. So, so no, who was who that just said that being serious is dumb? Because I, I got a comment about that. 
That not is uh, uh, one of my homegirls. Okay, Charnelia. So I, I want to, I want to come in on that, and I, and I, and I'm saying this to everybody because uh, I, I, I want you to, I want you to recognize yourself when you're serious, real quick. But let me read what Angela said first. She says, "When you embrace your own authenticity, you create the safety and safe space for others to be themselves," and that's absolutely 100% true. You create a whole new world for everybody because your uniqueness is that important. That's that's what that is. But I want to go back to the uh, point that Charnelia was making. And I, and I challenge everybody to see this because I still have serious moments. Um, oh, Nelly. You want me to say Nelly? Okay. Shout out to Nelly. All right. Um, like, I have serious moments, right? But every moment that I'm serious, like, I literally am looking at myself mad. And it's, I, 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 I challenge you to just check yourself when you do it. Because, again today i still have serious moments but when i'm in those moments i'm not even focused on whatever i'm serious about i'm generally looking at myself and like is it that serious i i, I literally am like that but go ahead jay yeah what's funny is um we, we, we get close to the end but i, but I want to say what was what's funny is <laughs> funny moments or being silly is is fun in silly instances where everyone is silly but being silly and having something funny happen when everyone else is serious is the most fun thing you can do. Like it is, I can't describe the feeling. I I I, I uh, suggest everyone try it. Like when you be in a serious situation <laughs> with a bunch of serious people and just do something silly. And it's it's I don't know. It, it'll bring so much joy not only to yourself but to others as, as well that that are allowing themselves to recognize that silliness. I gotta say this real quick. I know we ran out of time, but we was in, we was in <laughs> we was in Miami Beach one time. And uh, one, we was drinking crazy, you know what I'm saying? We was having fun. Uh, we were working that day, and uh, one of our good friends shouts out to Tinder. So Tinder got so messed up that oh, yeah. he, he took off running and fell flat on his face. And at this moment, it's nighttime. When I say he fell flat on his face, he was gone for the rest of the night. So we're in the middle of Miami on Washington Street trying to figure out, or it was either Washington Lincoln, we're trying to figure out how we can get him back to the hotel because we're far and we're serious like man we got to get him out of here and jay clay <laughs> could not stop laughing at this dude like we was we was trying so hard to get him forever he couldn't stop laughing but i said that to say this real look me my cousin kim and i think it was a girl named crystal does with us and then the miscellaneous person that was just running with us we was like we were trying to be serious but we could not be serious anymore because clay would not stop laughing and the the craziest part about it is that is still to this day one of the most funniest and fun nights that i've ever had in my life even though it was completely different than i anticipated but i remember how you and again that's the reason why um being fun being happy i don't even want to say that you were being fun you just chose not to not be happy and um choosing to be yourself and being in a good space can change the dynamic of everything go ahead jay yeah no nah, yeah I, I wasn't going to well i was laughing so hard but i won't, yeah, I won't. It, it was just it was just a, a fun situation um but really every situation is if we allow it like if we if we embrace the uncertainty that i don't know how this this is going to be a fun thing um you you can you can allow it to be fun but if you if you certainly decide that this is going to be a situation, every situation is going to be serious, or this has to go the way that I envision it, it is going to be serious. And you are going to look at yourself in an angry way, like, man, why do I, why do I not feel like I'm having a good time? It's, it's because you you aren't. You you fixated on the certainty that you would not have a good time, so it it happened that way instead of again just in, embracing it. So uh, to to kind of wrap it up, if you could summarize, and I know you're going to say something else too. If you could summarize, like what's the best steps to really embracing uncertainty and my recap this is what how i want to sum it up yeah. is that there's nothing uncertain about you there's nothing nothing like understand that you are special and you shouldn't be uncertain about that you are unique you shouldn't be uncertain about that nobody else can be you you shouldn't be uncertain about that the things that you can do nobody else can do you shouldn't be uncertain about that like it's a reason why there are a thousand pairs of jeans because there was a thousand ideas on how to make one pair of jeans like you have to understand that 
you can you are one of one and you shouldn't be uncertain about that you should be able to embrace your uniqueness and understand that you're special and if you can do that even in this time you can change the world and jay you can take us out of here yeah man i i love that i'm i'm happy to it, it, i just want to say it, it's crazy to be happy for situations where i'm going to be uncertain of, but i am just because it gives me the opportunity to embrace that uncertainty so yeah Appreciate all y'all that, that rock with us. If uh, you found this helpful, hit that share button, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And just remember, you're a perfect creation made by a perfect creator. So you might as well accept your perfection and enter perfect mode. Yeah. If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to perfect mode, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper and spiritual teacher. With my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real. So let's be perfect. Perfect.